Hello and welcome to the Inquisitive Tea Psychology Podcast, where we hope to provide you with educational and well-researched information on psychology and mental health topics in order to help you become more educated, overcome life's challenges, and improve your overall quality of life. I'm your host, Madison, and the writer of the show. To start off, let's define conscientiousness. What is it exactly? So, conscientiousness is a personality trait that has both genetic and environmental influences. According to research, genetic factors account for 40 to 50% of individual differences in conscientiousness, with the remainder explained by environmental factors such as your upbringing and life experiences. Responsibility, order, virtue, self-control, traditionalism, and industriousness are six facades that can be used to gain a more holistic understanding of conscientiousness. Each of these six facets add to the complication of conscientiousness, adherence to moral and social standards of good behavior is defined as virtue. So individuals with high virtue tend to follow the rules and laws. Responsibility, also known as dutifulness, refers to how well an individual executes plans and duties. Order describes how well a person organizes their life and how much they value organization. Self-control refers to an individual's ability to control their behavior and not act impulsively, thinking about the future rather than the present. The degree to which a person believes in strict social norms and holds high moral standards is referred to as traditionalism. Finally, industriousness describes how hardworking someone is. So these aspects combine to form what is known as conscientiousness. Though it has been studied how these facets differ in their relationship to health and mind behaviors, it is still unclear how each facade differs in its relationship to adherence to health interventions. There is this scientific agreement that five major dimensions of variations can adequately describe personality traits. They are known as openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. They are also known as big five personality traits. So the big five are all normally distributed in a bell curve, statistically independent of one another. They can be genetically heritable, stable throughout life, or unconsciously judged when choosing mates or friends, and found in other species such as chimps. They predict behavior in many areas, including school, work, marriage, parenting, crime, economics, and politics. The relationship between personality traits and mental health may be analogous 
to the relationship between personality traits and physical health. So personality traits have been linked to general and specific mental health problems, particularly mood and anxiety disorders, mirroring the relationship between traits and physical health. Individuals with higher conscientiousness may believe that they should cope with psychological distress on their own and that even admitting symptoms of mental illnesses is a personal flaw. However, it is important to note that personality traits are determined by a complex interaction between genetics and environment. While some people have a genetic proclivity for consciousness, environmental factors such as parenting, education, and life experiences can also have an impact on personality trait. Furthermore, consciousness can be developed with deliberate effort and practice, setting goals, developing good habits, and improving time management skills, for example, can all contribute to the development of conscientiousness, even in those who do not have the natural predisposition for this trait. Being conscientious has numerous advantages. Let's talk about the advantages that come with being conscientious. Conscientiousness can help people avoid psychological issues associated with negative mood, such as depression and anxiety. According to some studies, highly conscientious people are less likely to become angry or aggressive when faced with difficult tasks. Conscientious people are also less likely to be involved in driving accidents than those with less conscientious personality traits, according to a 1996 study. This is due to conscientious people being cautious, careful, and being self-disciplined. According to a study published in the journal Frontier Psychology, conscientious people are more empathetic towards others because they will not act without first considering all possible options and consequences. They are rarely in a position to intentionally offend or upset others through their words or actions. But there is also something important to note that not all conscientious people are like this either. Now let's talk about the other benefits. The benefits of being conscientious include benefit number one, career success. Conscientious people are frequently perceived as dependable and trustworthy, which of course can lead to more opportunities for promotions and advancement in their careers. They are also better at goal setting and planning, which can help them succeed in their chosen careers. Benefit number two, better physical health. Conscientious people are less likely to engage in risky health behaviors like smoking or binge drinking and more likely to engage in healthy behaviors like exercise and a healthy diet. This can result in improved physical health outcomes.
Benefit number three, better mental health. Conscientious people are less likely to suffer from anxiety and depression, and are better at dealing with stress. This can result in improved mental health outcomes. According to research, conscientious people are less likely to develop mental health issues such as depression and anxiety because they are more likely to follow through the treatment plans of mental illnesses, and they are also more resilient and can cope better with stress and adversity. Benefit number four: stable and fulfilling relationships. Conscientious people have more stable relationships because they are perceived as again dependable and trustworthy. They are also better communicators and at conflict resolutions, which can lead to stronger and healthier relationships. Benefit number five: better academic performance. Conscientious individuals are often better at studying and preparing for exams, which can lead to higher academic achievement. Benefit number six: financial stability. Conscientious people are better at managing their finances, have more savings, and have less debt, because they are also likely to engage in impulsive spending. This can lead to financial stability in the long term. Benefit number seven: lower risk of addiction. People who are conscientious are less likely to engage in risky behaviors such as drug and alcohol use. Benefit number eight: higher levels of life satisfaction. Conscientious people have higher levels of life satisfaction and overall well-being. And conscientiousness has been linked to improved cognitive function, including better memory and higher levels of attention and focus. Benefit number nine: lower risk of cognitive decline. Being conscientious has been linked to a lower risk of cognitive decline and dementia later in life. Overall, it appears that conscientiousness is a valuable trait that can promote mental health and well-being. Conscientious people are better at dealing with stress and adversity, have better cognitive function, and have higher levels of life satisfaction. So this is a very valuable trait, which can lead to a variety of positive outcomes in various aspects of life. In our next podcast episode, we will discuss how you can practice conscientiousness. So stay inquisitive until then. This brings an end to this podcast episode this week. As always, 
The information in this podcast is intended to supplement rather than substitute for the advice of licensed mental health care professionals. The mission we have here is for you to learn, cultivate better mental health and well-being, build better relationships, and be curious. Thanks for listening. I hope you continue to be inquisitive, and I'll see you next week.